Last time on Pokemon Rollout. After defeating the sniper and releasing the people in the mines, our heroes set their sights on the Phantom, who had captured Landon. Monica led Charlie, Liliana, and Professor Sneeze to a gazebo, holding the town well that the Phantom had made its home. They burst into the gazebo where they found the Phantom, a Jellicent, sitting over an open pit and holding a weak weasel. The Jellicent had grown grotesquely large due to siphoning energy from surrounding people and Pokemon. Charlie led with Hollow the Trevenant, using Leech Seed to take health from the Phantom. Unfortunately, this backfired because the Jellicent had the Liquid Ooze ability, which caused damage instead of giving health back to the Pokemon. The battle raged on, with Ruse the Zoroark, Snacks the Munchlax, and Giggles the Yarmahaha, while Trigger the Machoke went in to get Landon out. The Buizel was used as a shield for one of the attacks and then was discarded down the well. The battle was hard fought as the Jellicent was taking health from all battlers as each turn continued. After Giggles fainted, Charlie sent in Katana the Pawnyard who dealt the finishing blow to the Phantom. After fainting, the Phantom started dispersing the energy it had obtained, healing all trainers and Pokemon that were nearby. The only monster Pokemon left to battle is the leader the Mega Swampert. How will they topple this terrifying Pokemon? Do they have a chance with their injured team? Find out now on Pokemon Rollout. Hello, welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Pemdas Pine. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Scrabble Sneeze. And I'm Lydia, and I play Liliana <laughs> Shadow Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, my fa- my favorite saying. <laughs> my favorite saying. Is, who was it who said that? You can um, say that again. Let me, let me check. Let me look at my records. Oh, it was Nick. Nick, Nick was the one who said that. Said that. Oh. Because <laughs> they're all misusing the word said. We have it recorded. And I'm saying Majority rules. that. <laughs> Majority oh. does not rule in, in language, even though they sometimes do. Yeah, it, it really does, actually. It, it does. I think it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In a larger context, not a smaller one. It's not relativistic uh, majority rules. Are we small to you? <laughs> There's three of you. In terms of the language, yes. There are three times as many of us. That is 300%. Again, it's not relativistic. <laughs> we are we are ants to him. Uh-uh. <laughs> ants beneath his feet. Wait. I mean, to, to be fair, he is the GM, so like, yeah, he could just no. like make myself as the game master. So if, that, if that's how <laughs> you guys want to play it, no. <laughs> this is a Pokemon <laughs> Rollout takeover. Said, so it, it's less fun than you know any other way to play usually, but. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh, another saying. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I'm, so we're talking about this and we're joking about it, but like in uh, the Hoenn games, there was like a trendy phrase that you could put, yes. and that would actually change the locations of the uh, Feebas tiles. I forgot about that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, Those Feebas um, tiles were ridiculous. 
Uh, listeners, I have completed a Pokedex in every generation of Pokemon, including Generation Three. Uh, uh, complete wow. complete Pokedex there. And so yeah, I did I did hunt and find Feebas. I did do that. The only the only blemish I have on my my Pokedex is uh, I have not gotten a Gen Two Celebi yet. Mm. Wasn't that event only, anyway? So that's tough. It was, but uh, when they did the Virtual Console re-release on 3DS for Crystal, they basically uh, programmed that event into the game. Ah. So uh, I basically just have to go through and play it, and <laughs> I don't. I think you have to get all 16 badges. I don't recall. Um, oh, but I, almost certainly, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can get a Celebi. Can even be shiny hunted if you hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. Well, lucky for you, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I have I know some people who did shiny hunt that, and I mean that's full odds. I think that's a one in eight thousand chance of the shiny on that one. I think. Yikes! So that's a little bit nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! All right. So where we were last time uh, in the Chandi region. <laughs> Which would be a little difficult there to was a train. Pokedex. There was there was a train, but not in the Chandi region. And it just happened to come as the marsh dump was crossing the tracks and ha. problem solved. Hey, alright. Well that was since it is a mega swampert, not a oh, marsh dump. Yeah. I would say marsh dump. That's uh, yeah. I was close. I was close. You, you you'd see more like the scene <laughs> of Mr. Incredible getting back in shape in the Incredibles for that train. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> But, yes, you guys just defeated uh, the large jellicents that seem to be able to suck energy out of everything around it. Uh, you saved the small child uh, Landon mm-hmm. from them, from mm-hmm. it. Uh, Kim, actually, yes. What, what, happened, what happened to the jellicent? Did, did, wait, Nick, 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 tell us, what happened to the jellicent? Did it fall down the well, Nick? It's a pit. <laughs> it was a well once. I was doing a, I was doing a lassie bit. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> you ruined my lassie. Aware wasn't funny. Oh. Right, so yes, we I'm defeated the Jelson. Okay. To ruin and... something means that it was good in the first place. <laughs> oh. 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 You can tell they're brothers. Mm-hmm. So we defeated the Jelson, and yes. it, uh, it basically expelled. HP, so everyone yes. is to their full injured HP right now, more or less. Most likely, mm-hmm. at least close. Yeah, I think I have one that was below, was negative, and so I think Giggles got just, is a, uh, maybe like a tick down or something, but yeah. Mm. Um, so, and we're still in the, the, like, area with the pit, or what are we, we heard, and we heard the Mega Swampert, uh, like, yell and stuff. Yes, it was roaring again. Do so. What are you gonna do? And Landon's passed out on a couch. Landon is passed out on a couch. Maybe a divan. It's under a sheet, so you're not sure. Can it or be is a it, is it chaise lounge? Maybe, possibly. Maybe? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should um maybe take care of that thing before it tries to revive its. I don't know if it can actually revive its. Buddies, uh, I mean, they'll or they'll, they might just go on a murderous rampage too. So that's another thing we should stop from happening. 
Yeah, and like you know, I I I have a hunch that eventually, like the 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 rest of the monster Pokemon are gonna like wake up. I mean, that Jellicent, like once that gets rolling again, we're gonna be in a hard spot here. Uh, uh, Nick, yep. out of character question: Does Charlie know that these Pokemon can't be caught? Well, like, look, yes. Okay. Charlie was the one who was specifically told that they cannot be caught. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Just want to check and make sure. Okay. Um. So, uh, Charlie. Uh, I know this is a long shot, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Uh, Charlie uh, has Katana hop down off of his shoulder and uh, just says, uh, "Katana, I don't know if you've done anything to prepare for this, or like if there's anything that, uh, you know, you, uh, you've done, but." When you made that that special Pokeball way back uh, at the the power plant, like we might need something like that again. Do you have anything like that? Could give me a charm check. All right, that is a good thing. I have six things to roll for charm, uh, and that's gonna be a nineteen. Uh, Katana considers for a moment and then points for you to kneel down. Charlie does. She goes up right next to you and says, to public. Uh, Charlie nods and uh, just knows that something will get figured out later and he kind of gives her, gives her a thumbs up and a wink. All right. What? Wait. What? What's... Katana gonna do, Charlie? Oh, uh, just uh, bonding time with us. That's. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's good. Has bonding time ever actually been bonding time? Um, with Katana Brian, isn't. Ah, uh, there you go. I was just yes. saying, like, like whenever, whenever someone says that they're doing bonding time, there's almost yes. always an ulterior motive. Yes, except with grunge. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Kat- and I mean, let, let's be honest, Katana's not really the bonding type. Like, she'll... <laughs> I, I think her and Charlie have a very healthy respect, and, like, Charlie definitely loves Katana, um, mm-hmm. just with, the, you know, being there. It's one of those, like, friendships that develop where you don't have to say a lot to each other, just you know you got each other's back and stuff, so... <laughs> so it's like, what what are Katana's archetypes as well? Uh, loneliness and creation, correct? Solitude, but yes. Solitude. Close. Ah, solitude. Loneliness. <laughs> Not quite it's, the same connotation. It'd, it'd, like, it'd be like the, the secondary offshoot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, and uh, uh, Charlie says, like, I mean, there's not really any way we can get any, like, more supplies at this point. Like, we're kind of, uh, we kind of just have to go at it with what we do- what we have, don't we? I, mm, yeah. Unfortunately, I think you're, I think you're right. Um, uh, in character, because I, I want to get better at this. Uh, Professor Sneeze, like, do you have any extra snacks whipped up, or do we have, do we have the time? Like, Charlie looks at his, uh, Pokedex. Uh, do we have the time to... Uh, whip anything up so that we, like... I, I, I've got a few here. Um, I, I don't have time, I don't think, to make any more, but, uh, what, 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 what do you need? Um, so. let's see here. Uh, Absol has a spicy wrap right now. Uh, out of character. Um, if you have them, Cuddles likes dry, dry wafers. Uh, Hollow likes, uh, spicy wraps. 
Giggles likes the sweet confections. Uh, Katana, the the bitter thing. <laughs> Nilly, dry wafer, and Bernie, spicy wrap. So, two spicy, two dry, one bitter, one sweet. If you have them. I got them. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you. That'll be 600 Say it again. $600, please. 600 polka, polka dollars. <laughs> I expect that in now or I'll charge interest. Uh, yeah, I, I gotcha. <laughs> uh. Oh, boy. Charge interest by the second. <laughs> We're wasting time because of him. Uh, go, uh, I, I've made the transfer on my account. Wait, 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 no, I need cash. What are you talking about? Is there like a Venmo type of thing in, the, in this world? <laughs> um, 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 no. Ven- Ven- Venomo? Like a Venonat? Ven- oh, Ven- there you go. Ven- you don't have Ven- a functioning Venomo. internet in the Chandy region. Uh, Venomo, uh, and it's uh, the, the no logo Venom. is a Venomoth. Uh, it's, we- it's just a Venomoth that carries money. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Given the dangerous of dangerousness of especially the Chan section of the Chandy region's wilds, no. What if it's just like they, really, they really have, tiny no, ones no. that are stored in I the Pokedex, s- and then it, and it like it gets all it gets all it like it's powder all over it, and so their slogan is the powder is our guarantee. <laughs> Venomo. <laughs> This has not occurred yet, is the very least I will say. <laughs> okay, we've got a solid business plan for when this adventure is done. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Patreons, now to join our Kickstarter. <laughs> so no, no also, real self, quick... Never let them find Venonats. Real quick fun fact that I, that I learned this week. Um, if I recall correctly, Venomoth and Venonat have not been in a regional Pokedex since Generation 2. Wow. Seriously? Yeah, oh. right? Alright. Wow. Early, I mean, Weird. so like, I mean, of course, there's like the remakes They're, and stuff, but like... They yeah. are a species that is endemic to the Kanto region and the Kanto region alone, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Huh. Alright. So or even more forgot, forgotten now. than Glamiao. Wow. Mm. I mean, Glamiao is just a cat, so... Yeah. yeah. It, it's Sinnoh and Meowth, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's go get this swampert. <laughs> All right. So you start heading out. Um, Monica's gonna come with you to kind of help out and talking through and going through. You kind of have two options because the swampert is in the Pokemon Center, along with uh, the fainted mother, the injured uh, Sentinel, and the Blaziken. That you run into four, as far as you can tell. The front of the Pokemon Center is currently thronged with um, Buizel, who are all waiting for the mother and are, and are hoping that she's okay and kind of just milling about there. Uh, so basically, you have two major options. The first one is to kind of bluff your way past the Buizel by either acting like you're supposed to be here or by grabbing the sniper, the unconscious sniper that you had before and pretending like you're bringing that into the, bringing him into the Pokemon center. 
Or what if we, like, dress up in a trench coat and <laughs> pretend like we're we're puppeteering him over there? Muppet <laughs> Man. <laughs> we, we can the Bernies. <laughs> Each one get underneath that, a tentacle and walk over there. The, the DC for bluffing them will change accordingly. But <laughs> oh, no. better or worse. That's certainly an option. I, I guess there are three options. It wasn't that's the first one. Uh the second one is to go around a back way into more of like the service area or the employee entrance to the Pokemon Center. Because they've got kind of back entrances and different areas there. Um, I was going to ask if there were other entrances. That's a little trickier. Uh, you'd have to, to get through that, you'd still kind of have to sneak past where the Bweasel are. So there'd be a moment of at least mm. sneaking past them or getting past them without them following you. Uh, and then uh, Monica is pretty sure, as you're kind of working through these things, Monica is pretty sure she can get through the lock on the door. Uh, but if she can't, there's a there'd be a good way to get like a secondary option because that's going to be a door that's locked, and the woman who's in charge of the Pokemon Center is already in there, uh, and working with the Mega Swamper and everything else. Uh, the third option, which I, I I didn't really have as an option before, but I suppose if you really want to, you can do this: is to fight the entire horde of Buizel, <laughs> and Let's then go to the Pokemon Center. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, hold up, no. hold up. What about what about a fourth option of that ruse pretends to be the sniper? Oh, and that'd like, be a modified pretends first that option. she has yeah. like defeated us and is bringing us to Ooh. the swampert now. I'd say that that's be, that's a viable option. Yeah, talk through that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's that's kind of what I was thinking as as well. Um, uh, so. Uh, for, so, guys, look, we don't we don't want to fight this thing in the Pokemon Center. That sounds like sounds like a really really bad idea, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, we can, yeah, that, that's not good. If there's any way we can lure it out, so we can like try and handle it, that that's definitely a, a better plan. So, like, um, uh, so Lillian, you said like Ruse, like, so uh, I had an idea very much like that. Like, what if Ruse like snuck in, like she turned into a Buizel? And then she can just kind of like make through the lines that way, or 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 the or the the sniper, and then she changes to another Pokemon to provoke the Swampert and like lead it outside where we're gonna like fight it when it comes comes toward us. That's mm. I, I, I like where you head that trailer. That's putting a lot on Ruse. Uh, um, two two things I will say with that. Um, as you're thinking through this, I like the idea with it, and two, two things for the modify thing. You you have a ruse thinking of the sniper as another thing there. She did just see the sentinel, or sorry, mm. not the sentinel, the uh, the um, phantom, 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 yeah, the jellicent. So she might be able to play that one off more convincingly since it's been a little while since she's seen the sniper, mm-hmm. right. Mm, and the uh, the the sniper did have uh, mechanical pieces to it, which are a little harder for her to emulate. Not impossible, but a little bit more difficult, okay. simply because yeah. they're not organic pieces. Um, the other thing I will say is the Swampert is responsible. Just looking at the other things that you fought, the Swampert is responsible for every building that's flipped upside down. The other ones couldn't do that. <laughs> Yeah. So provoking it in the Pokemon Center may not be the best way to save the Pokemon Center. 
I don't know, Charlie. We might need to just kind of fight it on this turf. Maybe, you know, maybe we grab a, a little healing while we're in there, too. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, uh, what if, um, what if uh, Ruse, like, acts like the, the phantom and, like, talks to the swampers like, hey, I, we have an issue outside. Come talk to me, and that, that might bring it out. I don't, I don't think the phantom did much talking. It's a whole nother language for what are you saying, yeah. <laughs> Turns out that the, the Phantom had one of those monologues that you see in, like, uh, the really creepy characters from, like, anime and different things, where it's just a constant monotone stream of something that no one else understood, <laughs> but, like, the Pokemon near it, and that's why they were cringing away. <laughs> that's what was draining our life force. <laughs> yes <laughs> it was actually uh, absorbent psychic damage I think some, with the you know Roos could pretend to be the phantom and and maybe get past the, the weasel and lead us inside I think I think we'll have to take it, care of it in there because we don't. We don't want the the healing to proceed much farther with um, the the other ones that are in there too. That's going to be not a not a good thing, um, you know. Mm-hmm. And and maybe while we're in there too, then you know these other weasel can't get involved if if the doors stay shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If if we let the swampert out, they might they might you know chip in, and then we're just massively outnumbered, and that's just, and we're we're done, we're done for, and that's the end of the adventure and all the, all of that. <laughs> we're, you know, I, I feel a lot a lot more um, mortal on this side of the mountains for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Has something struck the fear of Arceus in you? <laughs> So that's my vote. We sneak in with uh, Ruse pretending to be the Phantom. God, I, like out of character, like I'm... you you bring that up, and I forget. Like we're going with Pokemon that are already heavily injured. Like someone could die. Yeah. <laughs> in this battle. Well, okay. Here's. Well, hmm. How long does it take for Pokemon to get healed in a Pokemon Center, generally? Uh, it is one hour per injury. Okay, that's what I ding, thought. Because I was going to say, like, we could always lure um, the Swampert out and then heal our Pokemon in the meantime. Like, have Monica or someone sneak in there and start healing them up. But, yeah, that's probably, that's not really going to work very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think our best bet is to sneak in there with with Ruse. Okay, so so uh, out of character. So the plan is Ruse goes in as the Phantom. Mm-hmm. And then what? And we we follow behind as if we're you know mind slaves of, of yeah. this this jealousy. Or captured, yeah. Okay. We're okay. captured. Captured. We're, yeah. We've we've been we've been caught and we've brought along best. and they beat us that's that's a it, you know just look defeated it's not going to be too hard for me <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay yeah all right all right 
And then what? <laughs> and then we fight! Then we, uh, sneak attack the, the Swampert, try to knock it out, and see what we can do about that that Megastone that's, that's lodged. I, do I know about the Megastone lodged in it? Uh, if, if Charlie told you. Did, did Charlie tell me? Um... Would I have even had time to? Yeah, well, we, yeah, we, we had some, we had some time to talk. Yeah, yeah. you guys um, traveled over right. to the sniper and everything too, so that would give you time as well. But yeah, right. um, yeah, Charlie told them both about that. Mm-hmm. So yes, we'll find out what to do about that mega stone that's lodged into its flesh. Um, Liliana, maybe you know something with your you know knowing Yash and and such that might help. Eh? I don't know. Let me let me roll on that. <laughs> and she does a forward roll. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Charlie applauds. <laughs> uh I got an eight for medicine, Ed. Without seeing it, you have no idea how to proceed. You I have not had much contact with megastones, let alone heard of one being basically built into or grafted into a Pokemon. So without being able to see it, just a vague description of there is a Megastone lodged in this thing's back, you have no idea. Charlie, that description is way too vague, but thanks. Gives her a thumbs up and a wink. (laughs) Okay, so the plan is to have uh, Ruse, you... uh, be the phantom and sneak you guys in. Yeah. Yep. And yes. I think I'm going to just like uh, do like a little more strategizing here. I think I'm going to uh, start out like we did the battle against the uh, against the phantom. So uh, yeah, guys, that tactic of me like throwing hollow wind and like leech seeding it and like coming back like it kind of backfired on the the phantom, but I think it'll work really well on the swampert and like. Uh, oh, you're. You- you might be onto something there, Charlie. And uh, like, like just to let you know, like Hollow is like not doing good. He's like really beat up in like four places, and I just, uh, I don't want him to to get hurt more. So we'll put him in, and I'll get him out right away. Okay. Mm-hmm. Out of character. That means Hollow has four injuries. Mm-hmm. How specific? <laughs> Hollow. Wait, if Hollow has four injuries, how is he still up and able to do stuff? Uh, healed. Yeah, he, uh, he got healed up to the max of injured hit points. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, not, no one's at five injuries yet, right? No no person or Pokemon? No. Because uh, no. then no. you start being heavily injured. And a heavily injured, whenever a heavily injured trainer or Pokemon takes a standard action during combat or takes damage from an attack, they lose hit points equal to the number of injuries they currently have. And that's if you have five or more injuries. Is that in in addition to, like, how much the attack already does? That is in addition to how much the attack already does. And it's if you take a standard action. It's essentially like you're pseudo-poisoned or pseudo-burned. Hmm. How many as, injuries do you need to die? Six? Uh, ten. Ten. Oh, okay, so we got a yeah. waste. Ten injuries or <laughs> negative 200% of your hit points. Whew. And remember, that's or. Uh, yeah, as, as the thing says, only the foolish and desperate fight when heavily injured. So, you're all not there yet, so that's good. 
Um, mm-hmm. Kind of playing sure. off of Paul, something else that I want to do here too is like as we are sneaking in, um, well, not sneaking in because we're going to look like we're captured. Mm-hmm. Um, Liliana is going to look for an opening where she can kind of like sneak out of the group without anybody noticing. Okay. Ooh. Do you need us to roll perception? Uh, yeah. If, if you roll a stealth to get away and they can roll perception against it if they choose. Okay. Paul, I think you were about to say something. Nope. Oh, never mind. But I'm, I'm going to try and see if I can perceive what Lillian is doing here. I got a four, so probably not. <laughs> unless she utterly fails. I don't think she I has enough 19. dice. I got a 19. 19. All right. Charlie's perception, not great. It's 11. Okay. So you're walking along. Uh, I'll say since uh, Charlie was strategizing and figuring things out, uh, he didn't notice this right, but Professor Sneeze, you notice that as you're kind of walking back there, Ruse is turning into the Phantom and leading you there. Uh, the girl Monica has been walking with you. Ooh, as Monica! She, and as you're planning, and as you're kind of like thinking that, uh, she's no longer standing with you anymore. Monica! What did you, what did you, what did you, what? Uh, is she a ghost? So you both kind of go, uh, Liliana, you're you're heading out. You managed to slip away, and you notice that you slipped away easily, just going through it. And then you realize two things, and it takes you a bit. Uh, Monica is shadowing you. Hmm. And number two, you only saw her because she wanted you to, because she right now she's better than you. Ooh, what? She rolled better. Oh, this kid is sick. Yeah. Liliana's just kind of like gonna nod to her, do not, do not, like one of those like upward nods, you know. Mm-hmm. All cool. <laughs> okay, so not like how I'm describing it. <laughs> all right, so you guys are heading in that direction. Uh, Ruse is heading out to go that way. Uh, Liliana, where are you going? Um, I'm going to. I don't know. What do my surroundings kind of look like right now? Uh, right now, you're kind of in uh, what was more of like a high-end residential area. A lot of the buildings here couldn't be flipped over because of the size they were, so they were more demolished. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's some pieces of things there. Uh, you know, most of the mid-sized buildings and smaller are flipped over. So if you can do that, good luck on you. But yeah. Uh, but they're, yeah, kind of demolished in different areas. It, it seems more residential in there. And they're still heading in the direction of the Pokemon Center, which is closer to the center of town. It's not a big town, so the the high-end residential district is not really a district so much as it's a street. Okay. So how... Where all the doctors live. <laughs> Besides the one that you've met. Yes. I say the, the one doctor you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one doctor. <laughs> How close are we to the Swampert and like the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Center? Center? Are we still ways away? I'd say you're about three blocks, so not terribly far. Oh. Okay. Um. Is Ruse already disguised, or? Yeah, she's yeah. already disguised and leading oh, yeah. okay. you guys. I assume she. Yep. T- yeah, she took on the disguise before you left the uh, guard the the like guest house thing. Just to be right. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, good, good, good. I'm trying to think if like Monica, Monica and I can come up with a plan like 
split up so we can kind of surround yep. the womp the wompert the, <laughs> the swampert surround um, the wompert <laughs> maybe like as as monica and i are sneaking over um liliana's gonna whisper to her um so what what else do you have in your bag of tricks obviously you can sneak around well but what can you do fighting wise what what are you going to do to help she looks at you and you see mirrored in her face a realization that you had when you were first living on the streets which is i'm a child and i'm about to go up against and fight adults if i don't have to do this this is a very bad idea mm. so, Ooh. <laughs> so oh, go she, ahead. Go she, ahead. like she's having this realization that right now she, she seemed like she was going on i have to work with these people i have to help these people i have to get everything to work and now she's just realizing i can't fight i don't know the moves yet I can sneak around. I can get from place to place. I'm very good at that. But she's seven. Oh, sorry. She's just a baby. Mm-hmm. So internally, Liliana is, is seeing this and, and remembering all of that. And I think she kind of feels her heart drop as she realizes, too, like, oh, yeah, like, I've been in this position before and... Even if this kid is is good at doing certain things, she isn't prepared to to do what adults or even just people who are only a few years older than her can do. Um, so I think Liliana's first thought is going to be, I can encourage her, I can teach her, she can she can make it through this, and we can use her and uh, like not use her in like a bad way, but. But we can we can use her abilities and she would be a great teammate. But then Liliana instead is just gonna like put a hand on her shoulder and kneel down so they're kind of eye level. Um and say, dude, you don't have to do this. Okay? I know you wanna help and you have been helping. You've been doing great. But if you don't have anything planned, if you're not ready for this, that's okay. You can still do other things to help. You don't have to fight. Fighting isn't always the answer. And I, I know it can seem like that most of the time. And that's the only way that you can survive. And obviously, you've been in a war zone for your entire life. But, you know, maybe the best thing for you to do right now is just look over, look after Landon. He's all by himself and he needs someone. Uh, this would normally be a charm check yeah i will say give me a charm check oh boy it's a difficult thing because i could i can almost see guile with the way guile's written yeah charm roll high please i got a five okay she looks at you for a second and you can see again you you, you see a familiar look on her face of like she wants to argue with you because she knows she can take care of herself. And obviously she can take care of herself and she can do all these things. But the enormity of the situation 
is enough to hit her to be like, no, how she can take care of herself, like she said, she's been in this through all her life, how she can take care of herself is by avoiding all of these things that she just saw you guys take down. Like, she got, she just saw you guys get into a fight with what might be the scariest of the monsters of her entire life. And win. But she also saw the entire fight. So she's like, oh, th- there's a thing where she really wants to argue against it and say, no, I can do this. But it hits her just enough that she kind of nods. And then she stops and goes, how well can you climb? Uh, I guess I guess my athletics is pretty decent. <laughs> How far do I have to climb, kid? If you can get right next to the Pokemon Center, there's a house. It's partially collapsed. I don't know if it'll carry uh, an adult's weight or grown-up's weight, but uh, if you can get up there, it's a quick jump to the roof of the Pokemon Center, and there's like a maintaining hatch something like that up there like something that can get you in or a window or something that can get you in to the top level just above the main lobby of the pokemon center it's a different way in it's tough to do and i don't know if everyone could have done it anyways but if you're already out here Cool, I gotcha. I'll do I'll do my best with what I can, and thank you for the tip. Now you better get out of here, okay? I don't want anything happening to you. You got too much potential. She she gives you the very cynical child in the streets look of yeah, but then hey, she hey, goes hey, out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I I know what I'm talking about, okay? I know not all adults seem like it, but I do. All right, now get out of here. She heads out without another word. Okay. Good. So, <laughs> so I'm assuming you're going to be heading towards that uh, that building. Is yeah. that the plan? Yeah. All right. And you guys are moving in. So let's go back to Professor Sneeze and Charlie. You've realized that Liliana has gone off to do her own thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll join us again when we get there. Right? <clears throat> I mean, she wouldn't just leave we Ruse alone. <laughs> she might leave us alone, but not Ruse. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. Let's go. We gotta. We gotta look. Look like this thing captured us. Okay. Is there? Is there a way we should do that besides just like walking behind it? I mean, it's pretty big and scary. Would they believe that? Or do we need to like? Yeah, that's fine. Right? That's fine. Up to you guys. You're getting close to the to the square in front of the Pokemon Center. Um. Let me look at my inventory. I have a lock case. I have. I have rope. Uh, what are you looking for again? Uh, something to make it look like it caught us. No, but like, would it would it would it know how to use a rope? I don't. It seems like more of a human thing to do. It's a Pokemon. Let me roll a Pokemon education. How would a how would a jellicent capture something? That's uh, twenty one. It is a ghost type. Okay. So tying yourself to it is probably just a no go kind of flat out um even with what it is and working with it uh the best bet a jellicent usually is kind of it's it's similar it it has a thing of in it it has the siren thing of going after drowned ships and enthralling them so 
that idea of being kind of in its thrall is probably your best bet. Yeah, mm. let, me, let me look at something here real quick on this. I'm not looking at PTU directly, but I'm just want to... Um, one sec, one sec. Let me look at uh, while you're looking through that, uh, Professor Zines, give me an intuition check. I can do that. Oh, that's a good roll. Um, 27. Okay. Uh, reading the mood of the situation everything, you realize that the Swampert is the thing that has caused the most destruction... But just from what people have talked about and what you've seen with everything that's going on, the Phantom was probably the hands-down creepiest and scariest of the monster Pokemon. It might be just enough for you to be near it and to trust if Ruse is scary enough, no one's going to look twice at you. Got it. Now, I was just checking to look and see if um, if Jellicent learned like a move like Hypnosis or something and if you kind of like fudge that a little bit the closest mm. i can find is is hex yeah so it doesn't um, yeah well let's just let's act like it's it's psychically controlling us mentally bewitching us and bringing us along and hey we already look beat up and charlie holds up like his uh bumped elbow and like uh points <laughs> like the bruise on his face like <laughs> i mean yeah i'm, I'm kind of limping a little bit here too all right. Should I roll an intimidate check for Ruse, or just skip it? I would say yes. Um, Ruse being a Zoroark, the fact that her intimidate check is technically two d six is something I strongly disagree with. Um, <laughs> so roll it as four d six. She's at least adept at intimidating things. Okay. Fifteen. Alright. You guys get to the square, and as you're moving in, like there's chattering and back and forth from all the weasel moving around. Some of them are crying, some of them are doing different things, some of them look bored because they're still children, even with everything going on. Um with that there, and it all just kind of goes quiet as Ruse turns the corner as the phantom and starts heading towards them. Moment of truth. And there's a moment, yes, they're all kind of looking at you. And then there's a certain barrier. You weren't, ev- you didn't, weren't even close enough with the Phantom and everything to figure out what exactly it was. But once you cross a certain point, all the weasels start scrambling out of the way to give you an aisle. <laughs> and so there's an aisle opening up from the weasel away from where Ruse is as the Phantom as you're walking towards the Pokemon Center. Yep, we keep following Ruse. All right. Yep, going along. Not saying anything. Liliana, you've reached, uh, looking around, she didn't give you exactly which building, but looking through, you're able to figure out which of the buildings on in the near the Pokemon Center would probably be the simplest to climb and go through. It's nearby. It seems to be uh, what might have been like a smaller uh, shop building or something. The front window, which probably had... Uh, the name of the shop and everything has been definitely smashed and all of the pieces are gone and everything but that seems to be the place where you might be able to scramble up and looking around at it you can see there's a hole broken on the second floor in the wall on one side and that's where you'd be able to jump onto the top of the roof in the Pokemon Center but the stairs are mostly rubble so 
it would be a scramble to get up there. Uh, can I get an athletics check from you? Oh boy. Uh, I got a 10. All right, you start moving your way up there, getting through, making sure to make as little noise as possible, and you get most of the way to the top, and as you're reaching the top of it, your foot hits a rock. And the rock goes down and sends down a small shower of other rocks down, making an audible, crumbling noise behind you. Professor Sneeze and Charlie, about maybe a halfway, maybe between a third and halfway through the, uh, can I get a perception check from both of you, actually? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Six. Okay. Um, 19. All right. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you can... Yes, 19. Sorry, okay. I was right the first time. No worries. Professor Sneeze, you can uh, more feel it than really know where it's coming from, but you feel a bit of a disturbance in the crowd of Buizel, like something else has caught their attention while this is going on. Charlie, you're able to pinpoint it. It's a place up near the front area where it seems a smaller group has gotten agitated by something. And you're still moving through. Everything's still going. This is just kind of a disturbance on the side there. Okay. Um, creep. Keep going. I think we're just gonna follow the plan. Yeah, yeah. Charlie just yeah, kind of nudges yeah. Professor Sneeze and uh, is like, like like brings his attention more toward that disturbance. Um, would that be enough to give uh, Professor Sneeze the chance to do? Uh, uh, since you're pointing more? it out, you he can see it. Okay. 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 I say, would that would he be able to do a Pokemon education check on it then? Uh, intuition would be what he'd want for here. Intuition. Okay, I'll yeah. do the same. Okay. Nineteen. Um, 10. 19, 10. Okay, both of you get that something nearby has caught their attention. Something like a disturbance or something that they feel like they probably need to check out. And even as you're watching, a group of maybe half a dozen of them break off and start heading towards one of the houses or one of the buildings that's near the Pokemon Center. Some of them are moving away. I hope that's good for us. What's that, Liliana? Uh, Liliana, you just ha- caused this to happen. You were at the top of the stairs, but you know that noise will cause something. You've been doing this forever, breaking into places. You know that that noise is going to bring something near to you. So now you're on a time limit. So you guys are moving forward. Okay, so yeah, Liliana, you are at the top of the stairs. It looks like there's an open patch of flooring, but also the floor is pretty beaten up. And it was wooden. You also know you're on a time limit. What are you going to do? Oh... I'm going to make a lot of noise no matter what I do, aren't I? It depends on what you do, I think. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Can you describe everything around me one more time? Yes. You're on the second floor. This looks like more, um, especially where you're, it seems like more like a living space. So, it was probably people who lived on the second floor of their shop area. Um, it's beaten up to be almost unrecognizable here. Most of the furniture seems to be smashed. There's a giant hole in one wall that opens up. To the Pokemon Center uh, opening over there. Uh, the floor seems to have been ply, or not plywood, seems to have been hardwood uh, going through there, but it's been stomped on by something heavy and there are some holes in it. So it's not the best purchase. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. 
19. Yes, so you're looking through this. It's all been kind of beaten up and going through there. You see uh, on the floor, because there's been tracks of dust, this has been... It looks like this has fallen apart and been kind of misused or disused for almost seven years. You see tracks on the floor. You see a bunch of step movements, some of them that go towards smaller holes and disappear, like tracks in the dust that go into smaller holes and disappear, some that start and stop. And you see one winding track of smaller feet that look a little bit familiar that wind over the floor and to the hole in the wall. Okay. I follow them, and I also, if I can, Mm -hmm. um, would like to use World of Darkness to create a zone of shifting darkness and a burst two around me. Yep. Okay. Yes. So as you're moving, the shadows of this abandoned place that was beaten, fallen apart, just rise up and cling to you and just start growing around you. As you're moving through, you can still see through them as though it was still full daytime, but you can feel the darkness around you filling up. You're passing through that. Give me an acrobatics check. Okay. I got a six. (laughs) A six. Okay. Uh, You are moving through and moving through, stepping from place to place, going through, following this pathway, and... As you're getting about maybe three quarters of the way there, you hit and you feel that this was a bad place to step just before your foot breaks through and you land. So your foot falls to about um, mid-calf in the floor before you're able to catch yourself. Ouch. Mm -hmm. And so you hear a crunch through that. Um you also start to hear the chattering of Bweasel coming near you from the floor below you. You're about three quarters of the way to the win- to the uh, open area. Okay. Um, I'm going to quickly try to pull myself back up and continue following the footsteps. Okay. Uh, give me an athletics check now. Okay. I uh, got a nine. All right, you're able to pull yourself out with any further issues and just keep moving, moving a little bit faster now as you realize that the time is coming up. You're getting fairly close to the window, and it seems like uh, looking around and with the uh, perception that you got before, you're pretty sure that this is a firmer area because it's attached to the wall, that you're going up there, but it's going to be a decent amount of a jump to get across to the Pokemon Center. Um, So up to here, you could do a running start. That might make a little bit more noise. Or you could still try to sneak up and do more of a standing jump from there. It would be a little quieter, but it's going to be a little harder to jump. Is there something that I could kind of use my whip to, to like, swing with my whip to the other oh. place where I need to go? I'm going to say yes. The Pokemon Center has kind of those rounded edges and... Uh, things in there so it looks like there's a something you can snag on the pokemon center to kind of help pull you okay i'm going to do that then to help me get over okay and you're not doing the running start then or uh does the running start help me at all or it will lower the dc that you need to jump the athletics check that you need to make 
then I will have a running start. <laughs> okay. So you break into a run. You can hear your feet hitting the boards. The cries of the weasel gets a little bit louder as they start trying to move in your direction. But you're running and you make the jump over, snapping with your whip at the thing. Give me an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> I got an eight. Perf- uh, Charlie. Yes. With your perception check, as you're looking around and checking with other things, you see a orb of blackness, like looks like shadows, just kind of popping out in the middle of, of the day, uh, pop out from, the, from a building, that building that was right next to the Pokemon Center, mm-hmm. and shoot over. You think you see a flicker of something else black come out of it for a second, and then that darkness lands on top of the building. You don't see, yeah. and nothing else seems to notice it at the moment. Um, okay. Um, good. So I just, uh, um, I also kind of give Professor Sneeze an elbow and just kind of like bring his attention to, to that, uh, so he's aware. Oh. Uh, at- Did I see it or is it past? Um, it's an orb of darkness hanging on the second floor okay. of the Pokemon Center. Got it. Once it is pointed out Ooh. to you, you can see it. Uh, Liliana is running on Liliana is running on the conceit right now that very few things look up. You know, dogs can't look up. <laughs> well, I was trying to hide from the weasel. Where, where, where's, where's Grunge, by the way? So, I assumed he was she, he was essentially with her, but yeah, it works well right. enough. Yeah. Okay, so you're going there. You've landed on top. Uh, Professor Sneeze and uh, Lillian, Professor Sneeze and Charlie, you guys are about three quarters of the way through uh, the square here. And Liliana, now you can see them kind of moving across the square. It seems to be working pretty well. Um, as this is going on, Liliana, you're looking through things. Everything's going on. Uh, a couple of weasels stick their heads out from that building that they were just now, and they start, like, chattering really excitedly and, like, calling out for something. And you notice a bunch of the weasels' heads turn to look at the phantom, mm-hmm. as though expecting it to do something. Uh-oh. Intuition. Um, 16. What What should they, what are they expecting? Um, the weasels seem to be acting like, uh, pseudo, like, scouts, or the eyes and ears of the monster Pokemon. It seems like they're used to saying, hey, something's mm-hmm. going on here, and having a monster Pokemon show up to smack it. Uh-huh. Smack it down. So they expect the phantom to turn and deal with that. That doesn't mean that that's not that's the only thing the phantom can do. They're all still very afraid of this thing and scrambling yep. out of its way. It's ignore, ignore them. Just keep going. Just keep going. Can I get a second intimidate check from Ruse or a guile check with? Five D, actually with six D six for Ruse. The Guile check is a Whoa. higher DC, but she's a Zoroark. She has a very good Guile. Oh, then I'll definitely do Guile because that's way better. Okay. Uh, How much did you say? Uh, okay. You roll sixty six. Okay. Real quick, out, out of out of character, did I miss Ruse evolving? Uh she evolved during the training. Okay, I didn't miss it then. Okay, cool. <laughs> 15 not that great 
You guys are still moving. You're keeping up your pace. You guys didn't break stride, right? You just kept moving. Nope. Just yep. keep, moving, just keep just on keep moving. Keep on moving. Okay. Uh, you start just to notice some moving, like muttering, some ba- uh, side looks and back and forth from the weasel as you guys are just moving forward. Uh, it seems like even the phantom would at least look, but she's just moving through. They're still too afraid to go near it, but there's a little bit of what's going on here in their behavior. And as that's kind of building and building, you break out of the edge of the weasel to the front of the Pokemon Center. Just get to the door. Just get to the door. Okay, you guys just keep walking up to the door? Yep. All right. uh, Liliana, on top of the roof, uh, can I get another perception check from you? Yay. You're looking over this, uh, the top of this roof. It's a little slick, but you're able to maneuver through it pretty easily. There's a lot of Ratu roofs that were slicker than this. Uh, So you're able to maneuver through it, and you find the kind of top window that you're seeing there. And even better, you can see through it that there's a kind of scaffolding right up on the top of the lobby area of uh, the Pokemon Center that you'll be able to get to. One other thing you find as you get towards this area and you find that you can unlatch it and pull it up, the hinges on this window are rusty. So you can pull them up, but they'll squeak, or you can move slowly, and it'll take some time. And everything sees me as I'm over here. No, nothing, nothing has seen you except for Charlie. No one's looking up. Oh, I thought the weasel had noticed me. Okay. No, the the weasel no. knew that something was there, and that you made enough noise that they know it's a problem. They don't know where you went. Ah, uh, okay, got you. Then, in that case, since it's very much a toss-up whether I'm going to roll really well or really poorly tonight, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with slowly. Okay. So you start opening this door slowly... And going through. All right. Charlie and Professor Sneeze, you're walking up to there. You're getting through it. And then as you get to the doors, you realize that um, you're getting there and Ruse stops. Wait. Who's, who's going to open the door? To wait doors? for the doors to open. Uh, do, we, do we knock? Is that... Are we supposed to... What, are, what would the phantom do? The phantom would probably just face She the went to stop, and the doors hissed open. <gasps> and okay. as that happens, the entire... Every buizel noise behind you, cut. <clears throat> Professor Sneeze, can I get a uh, intuition check? 28. Jellicent don't have weight. At least they float, so they don't exp- uh, they don't put weight on the ground. That was an automatic door. Oh, there's a weight sensor. Every weasel just realized you're not what it is. So you all rush in. So you, are you running in? Um, up to you. Yeah, I think. I think. I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you rush yeah. in. Run in, run in, run in. Uh, Ruse run, rushes in as well. She's still floating in, but it's a rush in. Uh, can I get acrobatics checks from everyone? 
Yep. <laughs> well, you not you're not gonna like it. Is Ruse's acrobatic ha! skill forty six plus two? Yes, because that's the acrobatic skill. Yeah. I rolled a six. Nice. Uh, twenty two. Okay. Can, can I loan sneeze to my to my mm, acrobatics? I'm afraid not. <laughs> twenty two for acrobatics. Wow. All right, so. Uh, Ruse and uh, Charlie clear the doors easily. They make it through. They go through it. They even keep. You guys are even able to kind of keep the uh, illusion that the that the phantom is pulling you in as you're going through, and the doors shut. Professor Sneeze, you make it through and trip on the entryway. <laughs> you didn't. But as you trip, you feel a brush of air behind you, and you feel some dampness on the back of your neck as a Water gun Oof. shoots over your head. Oof. And then the doors hiss shut. Hopefully they're not heavy enough to activate the doors. Right? They Maybe it I, I can just imagine the breezes like, uh, going one at a time, like, trying to open up the door. So, like, there's never <laughs> enough like, weight to get it open. But It's like Toy Story <laughs> 2 when they're trying to get into the toy store. They're oh, all like, yeah! Stop, stop, stop! One at a time! <laughs> As we're going all through that... Time. Uh, can I get a perception check from Professor Sneeze and Charlie? Yeah. yeah. Eight. Uh, oh, this is pretty good. Um, 19. Lots of 19s for me tonight. All right. Uh, can I also get focus checks from Professor Sneeze and Charlie? And Ruse, actually. Nope. <laughs> um... Focus. <laughs> All right, now you're finally you're finally taking me out of my wheelhouse, Nick. <laughs> That's a two in focus. focus. Thirteen, oh, two in focus for Charlie. Okay. Yep. And four. You got a six. Okay. Uh, Charlie, you're standing up, and so you're able to see this. Uh, let me roll up. I should have asked a perception check for Ruse as well for her. To I can still do one. Sure. I got a seven. Okay. Yeah, so she's still uh, maintaining the disguise, seeing how much she can go with it. She didn't drop it immediately because she's like, okay, we're in here, but who knows what's going to happen next. Uh, everything's going in there. Uh, Professor Sneeze is still picking himself up from the ground. Charlie. As you're looking around, you catch a glimpse. This It's kind of like the soft white interior with some pinkish accents, some tans, uh, different things of a regular Pokemon Center. It seems like a few things have been beaten up in here, but not nearly as much. It's in much better shape. And then you catch something that's not quite the right color of white against the background. And then you notice the silver surrounding a deep red gem mm -hmm. that turns towards you and begins to blink rapidly. Um, Charlie is going to... Um, let me think here for just a moment. Uh, did, Charlie didn't battle this, did he? Nope. So Charlie doesn't know that it isn't like special attacks, does he? He knows that it's the Sentinel. He doesn't know its weakness. 
Unless um, Professor Sneeze mentioned it to him, which I don't know if he did. Nope. Uh, uh, do I... Is there any sign of the Swampert right now? No. If you had to guess, it's probably deeper in one of, like, the surgery rooms. Okay. Um, then probably Charlie's best bet is to send out Harry. Uh, um, I say, Professor News, this is also the moment that you realize that uh, none of the Bleasel are trying to follow you in. They're not coming in. What's that all about? Wait, did uh, I see uh, this, so... this Sentinel too? Nope. Okay. Charlie right, uh, barely Charlie... saw it. Yeah. Alright, so uh, uh, Charlie, uh, trying to react quickly here, throws out Harry's Pokeball at the Sentinel, um, trying to hit it. Okay, uh, before you finish that, because uh, the Sentinel is faster. The Sentinel is fast. Um, all it does is you see it blink, 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 and then suddenly uh, it covers itself in this shimmery thing that vanishes. But now you can throw. Okay, so you threw Harry's. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm, uh, if I, it vanishes, I'm not going to throw it at anything. I'm just going to let it get out there. And uh, just say... Uh, uh, sneeze, I think the gig is up. The the Sentinel is it's here. It's it's fast. The Sentinel, what? Yeah, it's fast. I'll say because Charlie saw it, it doesn't get a surprise round. So that was its okay. round. Harry is next and fastest. Um, uh, Harry, let's, let's be ready to let's do a swords dance. Uh, Liliana, next round you'll be able to sneak in the door. So you saw them all come in, kind of face plant, and you saw Charlie release Harry. You haven't seen the Sentinel yet. Mm, okay. Yeah, so you're still sneaking through. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you're up. You you haven't seen you, you still haven't seen the Sentinel, but you know it's in the room. I'm, I know it's there. So far. Uh, Charlie no. Charlie may have pointed out where it is, so you can aim things in that direction. But it's like you're blinded. Um, well, I'm gonna throw Melody out. Melody, come on out! We could use your help! And I'm going to send a try attack in its general direction. Okay. Roll accuracy. Uh, no, it's a five. Yes, so you fire it and you see it just splash against the wall. You think you might have aimed too high. But Melody is faster what? than you are, so she goes immediately. Alright. Um. Melody, sing it to sleep! Um, so Melody is going to use Sing. Okay. And as a free action, you can use Incorporate Lullaby. So it can uh, automatically hit a target. Okay, you can't... That's, but that's, yeah, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> the two Would things it... I will say is uh, you can't see it. Sure. And... Uh, we'll just know if I, I'm going to say uh, that means that she is not blinded for it. So oh, okay. she'll just roll normally. Okay. Here we go. That's a 12. Okay. You know what's the funniest thing? Hmm. Uh, it has illuminate, which means that attacks that target it have a minus two accuracy penalty. <laughs> this doesn't sound funny. Uh, it doesn't sound funny at all. Then that's ten, which means it barely gets to stay awake. Mm -hmm. But it has it a has a minus two evasion. Minus two evasion. So 
you can see it sing, and this allows you to see it because the sentinel kind of sags away from where it was hidden in the wall. You're mm. able to kind of see it there, but it is able to pull itself back up, but it has minus two to accuracy. And All right. Evasion. Evasion? I thought it was accuracy. It's evasion. Okay. Minus two to evasion. Hey, that cancels out its, uh, its illuminate bonus. So nice. All right. But now everything can see it, and... Since you're all using fast Pokemon this round, we're back to the top of the rounds. Um, Wait, yes. how come Ruse didn't get to go? Because I, I forgot she was on the field. Ruse goes now. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Liliana isn't able oh, to call ahead. for what it, what Ruse should do, so what would Ruse do when uh, presented with this thing? I'm trying to remember. I don't... I think she fought the Sentinel I earlier. I don't believe she? she was out fighting the Sentinel. That was Sparky who mostly did the the Right. So yeah, so she wouldn't really know what it's weak against. But she might know what a she, she might think she she knows what a Starmie is weak against, at least guessing from it, so. Mm, okay. Are Starmies just water type alone? They are water psychic. Mm-hmm. Water psychic. Which is why Harry came out. I will say the same thing. This is something that Professor Sneeze specifically figured out, but Professor Sneeze, and I, you may already know this, but you would remember that uh, all of your normal type moves did double damage to this thing. Yep. And nobody's used normal type moves yet. Uh, he tried for a try attack and missed. Well, knowing that it's a star me, mm-hmm. I think Ruz would probably just use a dark type attack then. Okay. Um, so in that case, I think we're just going to go with a night slash. All right. So she rips forward, still looking like the phantom, and goes for a swing. No, I won't. It's a two. <laughs> All right. Uh, she can't quite figure out how to do a good night slash while keeping the phantom disguise, which causes her slash to go a little wide. <laughs> we are back to the top of the round. So the sentinel is still blinking quite a bit, and it kind of spins towards Harry and sucks it in and fires out a beam of confused multicolored light which Harry is able to dodge to one side and avoid the confuse ray. Good job, Harry. Way to go. And it's still kind of blinking and blinking and blinking faster. Ruse is up. Because Ruse is just faster than Harry after his first round. Do you use sword stance with Harry? I did, yes. I should put that into his thing. Yeah. Give him his two combat stages before you forget. Not special attack. I know, I know. That'd be very, very useless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm... Oh, I should have... Oh, gosh, dang it. I didn't think that earlier. 
Um, I'm going to use Faint Attack. So I did not crit. Okay. Thirty-one Dark Physical. Ruse comes forward, stills the Phantom with a solid faint attack. This is going to hit, and just as she swings, the Sentinel vanishes. Aww, come and blinks on. over it's to one side using teleport. How many? How many instances of teleport did they get? Because they used scene. You only used one of them. Scene. Okay. Wait, wait, pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> Pursuit, maybe you. The uh, foe isn't fleeing. Dodging yeah. is not fleeing. I wish. <laughs> Alright, so it blinked to one side and avoided the hit. Harry is up. Uh, Harry is going to use Night Slash. So Harry uh, winds up, uh, gets some glowing energy around his horn. Come on, uh, it's a nine. Nine, a nine with Night Slash. Hits. Alright, awesome. Uh, here we go. Alright. So it's going to be 2d10 plus 42. It's a five. And a four, so nine plus 42 is going to be uh, 51 dark physical damage. 51 dark physical damage. Yep. That did 47 dark All physical right. damage. I'll, I'll take that. Which is enough to give it two injuries, but not to faint it. Nice. Oh. It was already pretty hurt from before, and it hasn't that's, been fully healed up. That's what I guess. That's probably not... So... Harry runs forward and just cracks into this uh, Sentinel Starmie with uh, the hit, and you see it like kind of break across its uh, center ruby, and it starts blinking faster and faster as it's going through there. And as it's going through, Charlie, you're up. Um, Charlie is going to... Uh, I know we need as much HP as we can get right now, and so uh, Charlie does... Let me look here. One of my cheerleader things. Uh, Charlie uses uh, Go Flight Win, and we're specifically going to be using um, Don't Stop Now. All allies on the field gain temporary hit points uh, equal to my charm rate, so everyone gains uh, on the field gains a plus six to their HP. Uh, well, temporary HP. Um, and uh, so, in character, Charlie's uh, I know this is start just beginning. Let's not uh, be afraid, you guys. Don't stop now. Um, yeah. So everyone gets the six, uh, hit points. Any, anything else, sir? Uh, oh, and you gain the, uh, excited condition, which as a reminder, excited, um, you can give it up when hit by a damage attack and you get a plus five damage reduction. So you, you are excited and you are, and you have the five bonus there. Six bonus, sorry. So, question with the bonus, since, like, for example, Ruse is already up to her... Uh, it's um, temporary next. HP, so it goes above. Oh, okay, cool. Do we still put it in the current HP slot? I don't know. Yes, put it yep. in the current HP slot. 
Okay. And that was plus six? Mm -hmm. Yep. Neat. And you are uh, excited as well. I am excited about Um, this. just to be clear, clear Nick, all, uh, all allies would not include myself, correct? Uh, allies, so I would say no. Fair enough. I'm very excited, Charlie! <laughs> we can do it! Okay. So as we're going through that, uh, Liliana, you've almost made it through the door, or through the window. You can see a battle going on now, everything's going on there, and, uh, and as you're getting set up, one of the side doors into the room splinters and breaks out. And busting through that is the Blaziken that you saw before. Can I get an intuition check from uh, Professor Sneeze and Charlie? Yeah. I suppose Liliana can do it too because she's up there and can see. <laughs> 19. Okay. Uh, 9. 16. 16. Alright, uh, Charlie, you probably got distracted because as soon as that Blaziken busted through the door, one of the Pokeballs on your belt started shaking violently. Okay. Um, I grabbed the Pokeball? It's Bernie's. As you're going through that, and like it's shaking violently as it's going through that. And uh, meanwhile, Professor Sneeze and Liliana, as you're looking at this thing, this Blaziken is wild about the eyes. It is acting through fear that it's held back for a very long time. But it's kind of busting through. It's been hearing, like, it seems like it doesn't really know how to respond here, and it's coming through. And as it goes through, it kind of stops, and it looks at... Ruse, who still looks like the Phantom, looks back at the uh, Sentinel. The Sentinel is blinking very quickly, and it kind of goes back and is looking back towards the Phantom again. It seems to be thinking, and it's winding up for a kick, but it really is like... It, it, it's doing this out of fear. Purely fear and panic. But... Uh, Charlie, you used a standard action, not a move action, and it's a move action to release a Pokemon. I'm gonna look at Bernie for a minute here. <laughs> oh gosh, there's like, like the deck is stacked, stacked against him right now. Um, let me look here real quick. Yeah, it's kind of that. But that's not what he's gonna be fighting against. Oh gosh. Oh, this might be a bad mistake, but we're gonna see what we can do here. Alright, Bernie, come out. You, you got something important to do. Let's get out of here, out of here buddy. Alright. You release Bernie, and so Bernie comes out. He's still kind of injured from the last fight with his Blaziken, but he is standing up and is immediately facing her. The other end, she's going up for a kick and she freezes. And it's going through there. You can see, like, the Sentinel blinking more rapidly, more violently as it's going through there. You can see her kind of wincing. Um, Professor Sneeze, you realize that this uh, Sentinel probably has, like, um, from other things that you've seen it do and everything, it has telepathy, which is not something that a Starmie always has, or very often has. But this one definitely has it. That's probably why I was able to contact the others and work with everything. And that's probably why it knew who you guys were immediately. Mm -hmm. for it and go there so it's probably uh, right now mentally 
yelling at this Blaziken to fight, telling it everything that will happen to it if it doesn't. Fight on their side and everything else is going on. There's a conflict. Uh, meanwhile, Bernie is just standing there. His, like, hands are just kind of raised as non-threatening and just standing in front of this female Blaziken and waiting. Uh, can I get- Blaziken is being attacked- being compelled to do this! Uh, can I get a Pokemon education check from, uh, anyone who wants to? Uh, 25. Okay. Uh, 8. <laughs> Well, Liliana, you're still making it through the the window and getting everything done through there. Uh, Charlie, you you already knew this from before, so it's just more of a reminder for you. And Professor's needs, you can definitely see it now. Based on their markings and everything else, these are siblings. Blah! That's that's Bernie's sister? Yep. (laughs) Charlie goes, what? You know, he's seen them before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the Blaziken is getting ready to use a double kick on Ruse, unless someone is able to convince it otherwise. No, we, uh, we're, we're helping you. We're, we're going to take care of these guys. Just stick with us. Stick with your brother. And we'll, we'll, we'll take care of you. Uh, Bernie, can you, can you talk to her? Just like, don't, don't have her kick Ruse. Ruse is helping us. Uh, should I roll something for Bernie, like, uh... Um? Charlie something? <laughs> sure. If you, want, if you want Bernie to spearhead this, yes. Give me a... Ch- like, it's up to you. You can talk to the Blaziken, or you can have Bernie spearhead it. Uh, if Bernie rolls Charm, he will roll with 3d6. He is Charlie's Pokemon, after all. Okay. So he's a little all more right. charming than the average Blaziken. <laughs> Alright, good. Um, Question? Yes. Go ahead. So, could I roll an intuition for Ruse to see if she catches on to what's going to happen and then she's going to be smacked pretty soon? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Um, so, uh, to, to roleplay this a little bit, Charlie uh, to, uh, says, um, uh, Bernie just like... Wh- let her know it'll be okay. We're gonna get through this, and like, she can help us, but she does not. We can't have her fighting us at the very minimum. And so, uh, that's kind of Charlie's directions toward toward Bernie. We get a nine in charm. Okay. And I got a nine in intuition. And if that's high enough, I would like Bruce to stop her illusion. Okay. Um, I'll say- and also, this was uh, this was uh, Bernie's chunk at Charlie's. Yes. Okay. Um, so I will say that. Okay. So Ruse gets it just enough that she drops the illusion, and that gives the Blazekin enough of kind of a disconnect to realize, okay, this isn't another one of the monsters, which means I'm more comfortable attacking it. But then, then again, this isn't another one of the monsters, and they just showed up as one of the monster Pokemon. So what? is this and so it almost like makes it makes her more confused and less confused at the same time uh and then bernie reaches forward with one claw and you see uh the other blaze can flinch for a second and he just puts one claw on her shoulder and liliana by your side grunge 
says, just where you can hear it, it's okay. You can stop now. You don't have to do anything else. I'm back. I'll take care of it. Grunge, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Grunge looks at you and he's not doing like the doggy grin. Just looks at you and is very much like, remember what we are, Liliana. It's important. Gotcha, bro. And the other Blaziken stops for a second. There's more blinking going through it. And then very deliberately puts her foot back down. Yay. Nice. Uh, Everyone give me a perception check. Uh Uh-oh. Seven. Take a guess at what I rolled. Rocks? 19. Ah, wow. That's the that's the number of the day. That's like my fourth so 19. Mm-hmm. I've rolled several 19s today, too. Uh, do you know what the uh, the Sentinel average. rolled for stealth? 19? 19. <laughs> um, Liliana got 17. Ruse got 11. Okay. Liliana and Charlie, in this moment, even with everything going on, everything being focused on that, you realize that the Sentinel is going to respond and make good on its threats. It's about to fire a brine at the Blaziken, which will hit. Mm. Who realizes this? Just, just Liliana? Liliana and Charlie. They might have enough time to mention it or get someone else to do it. Uh, The thing you would be able to do here is a... Yes. Um, An intercept range maneuver. Uh, Really quickly, could... um, Can I roll a perception for Harry as well since he's kind of like... Yes. Protectory and stuff too? Yeah, and he's been paying a lot of attention to this, so yeah. 3d6, let's see how Harry does on this. Go ahead. Um, could, if we're doing interception, would it be possible... (laughs) I could die from this. Um, if if it's possible, could Liliana jump from the ledge she's on and razzle-dazzle the sentinel and have Ruse catch her? Not all three of those things. Okay. And I'm guessing I'm too far away to razzle-dazzle the Pokemon from where I'm at. From where you are? Yeah, it's a melee move. Um, uh, Harry rolled a 10 in perception. Okay. I will say because of his forewarn ability, mm-hmm. he catches it. He's an Absol. Okay. Mm. Look at Brony real quick. If, uh, uh, what did Melody get for perception? By the way, uh, as you're looking at Bernie, Bernie oh. noticed it. Bernie noticed it? Yes. Uh, 
Melody doesn't quite notice it, but Bernie noticed it, and he will be in the way if no one else does. Like I can't, I can't do anything. Like I, like Char- Charlie can't. Like I can, like Charlie will will yell something like, "No, it's attacking." Okay. Yeah. If no one can make it in time, then you're not close enough to get who. Like, who would be close enough to to get get there? Like Melody sneeze. Um, she doesn't see it unless it was. Called yeah. Up. The the intercept range means. Uh, you need to get within movement. An, ap- an acrobatics or athletics check, you may shift a number of meters equal to half the results towards the square in between this sentinel and the Blaziken. Sneeze isn't great at either of those. I mean, I can try. And, and it's up to your up movement to speed. So, um, jumping down. Okay, so you're calling out, uh, hurry up, or watch out, it's attacking, you're going through there. Um, you see this brine shoot across, and as you see it move, you see Bernie grab the Blaziken's other shoulder and basically shift them to one side. Mm-hmm. And get there. So Bernie jumps into it. Mm-hmm. And he takes... 59 water special damage. Mm, that's not good, but... That's real not good. Okay. Um, defense first. Uh, yep. special so defense. special defense, yep. 69, he uh, will take three injuries, I think. Um, he would. And, and faint at minus three. He's at one HP. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Okay. So Bernie moves out of the way and, ju- and takes the hit. And just is standing there and gets back up, turns around. Roll an accuracy check for Bernie. Okay. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. The nine? Roll his night slash damage. Um... I have a one stage of... Let me check here real quick. He has one stage of attack from the scale of this bad, right? Yes. Okay. But he shouldn't have those uh, speed combat. He shouldn't have those two speed, no. Okay, take those off. Just make sure that's accurate. Okay. Um, so roll the Night Slash, which is 2d6 plus 38. Yep. Uh, 3 plus 38 is 41. And would he trade in his uh, di- digestion back uh, buff as well right now? Do you Up think? to you, yeah. Uh, yeah, he can, so that's plus 10, so 51. 51. Which uh, dark food does he have? Uh, spicy wrap. Spicy. Spicy wrap. Uh, that incru- improves his crit range. Okay, right. Yeah, so spicy yeah. wrap, so no, 51 uh, dark, dark physical damage. Physical damage, yes. That did 47. Dark physical damage, which is enough to give the star meat two more injuries and faint it. So, Sick. Bernie gets hit by this, and there's like a burst of steam as it's hitting him and going through there. And then there's a rush of air. You see flames light up the floor. And the <laughs> next second, Bernie is across the room with his fist breaking the Sentinel's uh, center gem and cracking the wall around it. And he steps back and the Sentinel falls. 
It is still alive. But it is... How many injuries does it have now? Six. Ooh! It is heavily injured. And he, he just stops, and you see him, like, do that and then look back at his sister across the room. It's just like a reaffirmation of we have this. From now on, if you want to put it uh, for Bernie's notes, if Bernie is hit with a super effective, with a water type move once per day, instead of going to the negatives, he can go to one HP and immediately respond with one move as long as he was within range of the water type that hit him. Alright. Ooh. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. And so he does that, and there's a moment of just silence as this battle went over. Liliana's gotten into the scaffolding above. Now there's everything there. You're all kind of standing there. The Blaziken's just like... She she's kind of partially collapsed because she's like, this is the thing that has been attacking me. This is the worst one for her because it's doubly effective against everything she has. Hmm. And it's just been taken down definitively. We're, we're on her. your side. See? We're friends with your brother. <laughs> there is a rumble... And then a burst of water that looks almost like mud breaks through two of the doors into surgery and slams them to the ground and spreads them out. Thump. 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 A hulking shape can be seen steadily walking towards the lobby. And that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsterradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter at Tapster Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapsterRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can follow me at ProfSnag. And as always, come hang out with us both in our Discord and in our Facebook taproom page. Uh, we've had lots of people joining us in the taproom uh, recently, so thank you all for joining and uh, joining the conversation there. Um, but our Discord is really where we do a lot of chatting, so come there. And side note, um, let me take this again real quick. Um, the Discord is where we do all of our chatting, so there should be a link in the description to check that out. Now, real quick side note before we continue. I think our link is broken unless we fix that yet. In our descriptions. 
Yeah, a lot of people said that they couldn't get to our, our Discord through the... Yeah? Yeah, so... Uh, we'll Anyways, we can do for that. Should be good. Mm-hmm. I'm Michael. I'm on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. Now that's a nice entrance. You can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyely. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I. Oh, oh, before I forget, uh, Dean Frostmage is one of our new uh, patrons. Thank you so much, Dean Frostmage. Thank you so very much. Going to shout you out here. All right. If you like what we do every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Blake Arnold, Dean Frostmage, Scotty Newton, Blue Draken, Lance, Chandler Shack, Matt Carlton, Andrew Case, Ursa93, Michael, Richie Kammer, Terry Fowl, Tim Jacobson, Eric Longquist, Peter Stadmuller, Mark Smith, Dr. Audino, Legendary, David Harshman, Box Cheese, Froxus, DGZ, and Nathan Jester. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Goodbye. Bye. Session two, I can right? really go for a yeah. burger at the Chandler Shack. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah you guys want to roll. You want to roll right into the final confrontation? <laughs> On episode 99. Ah, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't do that. Don't say that. I didn't say anything. Yeah, you did. You said, hmm. That's a saying. That's, 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 that's a saying. If you, to if you can spell it. That, that's to, to, to say implies speaking words. If you can spell it, it's a word. Ask Scrabble. <laughs> that's why to say implies speaking words. That's what I said. Yeah. Making a noise does not count as speaking. <laughs> it is it is communicating. Oh, I, I'm not arguing that it's not communicating. I'm arguing that it's not speaking. I think that's a distinction without a difference. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. Right. Melody, sing it to sleep! Is that a new saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Melody is going to use sing... If you like what we do every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From our fancy to yours.